will the world end. This very debate has been saturated by endless views and opinions. For some, the topic is nonsensical. For others, the answer is clear, as millions look to ancient biblical prophecy as the answer to what lies in wait for humankind's fate. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this thing we call the No Boundaries Podcast, where I like to further reiterate that the facts are the facts, and the opinions, they simply hurt people's feelings. Of course, it's Jay. And then we got Welly F. This week, the F stands for Flood Survivor. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I can't even, I can't even front on that. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm in this, this post-Harvey apocalyptic era. Oh, shit. You Boom. know. Pray, pray for pray for Houston. Pray, pray for, for Houston. the Golden Triangle. Send your thoughts and prayers. Pray for Port Aransas. Pray for Corpus. Pray for Rockport. Yep. Um, Harvey went up to Kentucky. Pray for Kentucky. I don't know. Wow. But no, on a serious note, pray for pray for these people and send your thoughts out because it really helps. Send some milk. Yeah, definitely send that milk because that milk is gonna help. And um, send your water because uh, we ain't got nothing out here no more. Because well, niggas always out here taxing for water. I see the uh, post on Facebook. He was selling cases of water. He wanted forty five dollars a case. Niggas, niggas that was really doing that shit was out of line. But at the same time, I'm always gonna argue that you know supply and demand. You know, I know a lot of black people don't you know are not very familiar with economics, but <laughs> that's how the shit go. I mean, you seen the rec- you seen the recent increase in gas due to the fact that. 
you know, it was estimated that in those four or five days that a lot of gas stations were shut down. Shit, gas industry lost fifteen trillion or some shit like that. Oh, they, you know? they gonna make that back. You they, shit, bro, they, just just because it's a it's a little Walmart bag over the pump don't mean it's out of oh, gas. Man, that yellow bag of death. Man, I fucking hate when I see that bag. It's like boy, and, low, it's a and low key, if somebody was trying to sell me a case of water for forty five dollars, I'm gonna go ahead and slide them. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, what if I, uh, buy this water forty five dollars or, or, or give them this fade and get the water for the free? <laughs> for, at the end of the day, bro, when I seen that picture going around, I definitely feel like. At first, you need me, honestly, honestly, I'm skeptical about everything I see on social media. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, somebody either photoshopped that or that's one incident that they finna blow out of proportion. Because in, in all honesty, in that in that instant, it was illegal because wasn't even shit going on yet. Like, it was, it, it, to me, it was just a matter of what can I do to get this situation hyped up and niggas was thinking of everything like i saw one post where gas was 893 should i had went to the gas station the next day the gas was still like 239 250 i'm like where was that where was this like houston is big houston is a large city fourth largest city in the world or whatever in the country but come on bro like i didn't see it i don't know anybody that personally saw it i don't, I don't know, know who anybody who would that buy picture. that gas i don't know who posted that picture but that shit came from somewhere. And my opinion is, a lot of those pictures came from motherfuckers that wasn't even in Houston. Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, if anything, if anything, though, all Harvey taught me was that people feed into bullshit quicker than ever now, though. Just because, Whoa, whoa, man, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just now learning this lesson, my friend? It just it just confirmed it. Like, it, I already know people are, are halfway stupid. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, we stay in Houston. We live here. We went through that shit. And... A lot of shit I was seeing was lies, bro. I'm like, man, people are just constantly just spreading lies, and then they're sensationalized, sensationalized bullshit that ain't really even going on. Me knowing people that were personally affected, you know, it's for like not, and once again, it wasn't that many. And knowing somebody that lost everything and actually having a conversation with her and you know talking talking to her about what she went through as far as dealing with FEMA, you know, and just dealing. Just my thing is. When you're dealing with any government agency, people fail to realize that that government agency is never truly going to be there to get you back on your feet and just make your life whole again. No. They're really there to play as a, okay, we can get you back on your feet and we're going to we're gonna supplement things here and there, but don't think we're going to come in here and just cut you this $40,000 check when the shit that you own only, was only worth 7000 by our blue book value. Yeah, we're you not going to restore you to... To to a, pre, we're not gonna to make you whole. Standard. No, it's it's not. That's not what the. That's what why, not what it's there for. And there's a big rumor going around that FEMA's running out of money, and when Irma hits, and blah blah blah, this and that. See, the news pedals this. The news pedals this shit out to get people scared, to 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 excite people, and to get their minds thinking like, damn, you know, we finna be more and more in debt. Yeah, we might be more and more in debt, but people need to. People fail to realize that. Although we're in debt, man, we're still a powerful nation. We still have a lot of fucking resources and a lot of money. And what and with us being in debt, our our our, our end all of be all of repayment is fight me. That's straight up. That's that's what that's what our the plan is. It's just gonna be fight me. Like you know, you you we, you want to call your debt in? Come come get your money then. That's why I actually sent that that Cedric the Entertainer skit from Kings of Comedy because he was talking about the debt 
and that's why I sent it. And I was thinking about how they were saying like we were six hundred trillion dollars in debt, and it was like shit. When Obama was in office for his, you know, his eight years, I mean, what did he really do about that debt? I mean, the debt, the debt remained, but we still remain a powerful nation. I've always said we one of the most powerful nations. We just a broke bully it, from <laughs> from how people perceive us. Like we just a broke bully, go around bully other nations, but we we six trillion in debt yeah. or six hundred trillion, some just ridiculous ass number. But um. It's just funny to me because the news is always peddling out information to people that are are less informed about politics, less informed about economics, and it's just funny to me because it's like you go to your average motherfucker right now and ask them, you know, what's communism, what's socialism? Uh, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? They, by default, know what capitalism is because they've been benefiting off of it all their lives, so they kind of just know what that is. But you ask a lot of these other motherfuckers, other types of, you know, governments, they don't know. So it's easy for the government to peddle out this bullshit and to terrify you because they're just trying to work your nerves. They're teaching you what to think, you know. And it and it takes it doesn't take that much time because people are very impressionable nowadays. At first, it was just the young people that were impressionable. Now you got grown ass men and women that are highly impressionable. They're like fucking sponges. They soak up everything. And that's the same thing we talked about um, episode after episode after episode. Instagram memes. That's it, man. They, they, their Instagram memes are the culture, though. Like seriously, like they, they, they mold the culture. And when it's all said and done, whatever's trending, a lot of times is that's what people are thinking. Like I was, I was looking at my homegirl snap the other day, and like she even said, like man, like people don't even have real conversations no more without having to, without bringing up social media. And I'm just sitting there like, well, shit, nigga, social media is is the culture now. There ain't yeah. really nothing else to talk about. Did you see this? On, did you, you, you know, see this on Instagram? You see uh, this on Facebook? If you talk about something other than social media, that conversation is not going to last too much longer just because more than likely if you're in a room of four people, three of them are consumed by social media. And that's it. Now, I'm just being generous right there. Most of the time, everybody's consumed by social media these days. And like I said, I'm I'm not perfect. I have, you know, I, I fuck with social media too. But I've gotten to the point where I filter that shit out, bro. Like, you're not finna, you're not finna manipulate me into thinking that, you know, um, how do I say this? You're not finna manipulate me into thinking that Hurricane Harvey, um, and I just want everybody to remember this. From the beginning, when Hurricane Harvey, first of all, Hurricane Harvey came from out of nowhere. If you're a historian, you know this. When... Hurricane Harvey formed, compared to when other hurricanes formed, you usually have a week to prepare. Hurricane Harvey probably gave us about 48 hours to even decide if we even want to evacuate. And also, Hurricane Harvey never was intended for Houston. Hurricane Harvey was a was a badass tropical storm, is what it was. Which was intended for Corpus Christi which mainly. Which was intended for Corpus Christi. It hit Corpus, swung back out in the water. Picked up some steam and towed our ass came up. Into Houston. Tow our ass up. Off the We boat. never and people from the outside looking in don't understand this that Corpus Christi compared to us got way less damage and they were the main target. And then motherfucker matter of fact, after they tow our ass up, came back and threw, went through the fucking the golden triangle. Like what the fuck? You know, so Bro, it's people here we are today is what's today? September seventh, two thousand seventeen. September seventh. Is people in Houston still haven't gotten their house? Yeah, and it hasn't rained heavy since when? It hasn't rained heavy since I want to say last Tuesday. And people still can't get in their house. Yeah, man, <laughs> there's still cars underwater. It, <laughs> my car isn't underwater, but that's another story. I'm a storyteller. Wow, 
but uh, I had insurance fraud on my mind. I'm not man. Gonna I mean, it, it, it and I, well, you know what's funny? You know, I, I had people from outside of Houston that they were asking me about shit like that. I'm like, I'll be honest with you, man. It's it's people out there that 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 they love these moments, especially people that are a part of disaster relief teams that come through and book all the hotels <laughs> before the, the actual victims need it. So you got the disaster relief teams that's going to come out here and flourish off the fact that Houston, Beaumont, Port Arthur, Rockport, Iran, all those places just went through hell. I even, also, I even remember that because I, I was I remember you was telling me I seen a, a Surf Pro truck on the road. Oh, man, I used to work for Surf Pro, so I know how it used to work, bro, like, Niggas used to sit around hoping somebody's house caught on fire. Just just waiting for tragedy. Yeah. I mean that's how they that's how they make their money. But that's how a capitalist country works. They're, they're like an undertaker. You you're waiting for somebody to you're die. You're waiting for somebody to die. That's how you make your money. And the more sensitive your society becomes, it, it, it they become it becomes harder for them to grasp that fact. But you gotta you gotta realize doctors wait for people to get sick. They do. Dennis waiting for your teeth to fuck up. They really are. <laughs> and even if they don't, they still have a way to, to manipulate you to get you in there to, to keep your teeth clean. Oh, we got to come in for the annual cleaning. You can't teach me how to teach my own clean, clean my own teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, why no, they, they teach you. They teach, oh, yeah, just floss. Just floss. Niggas ain't flossing. Niggas is not flossing. I'm not flossing yeah. unless it came out the mall, B. Straight up. Straight, straight up. like that. Straight off the lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, I mean, but seriously, though, you know, my, my point in this whole conversation is I, I just want people to just realize that a lot of stuff that you saw on social media was bullshit. A lot of stuff that you saw on social media was clearly just for attention. Um, I've never, I've, I posted something that Rob Schneider had said, you know, like three or four weeks ago about how if you actually stepped outside and talked to your neighbor, you'd realize how harmonious shit really is. Like, shit is not as divided as CNN is making it. No. Shit is not as divided as... Fox News is probably even making it, even though Fox News a lot of times tries to play as the, oh, we're not racist, we're not racist. They play into it. That's why they end up losing. Mm -hmm. See, whenever you try to pick a side, it, it's just hard for you to just really stand your ground for too long because you'll probably end up contradicting yourself. And I'm not always going to tell people to, you know, remain neutral. I'm just saying think for yourself. And the more you think for yourself, the easier it is to, you know, come into a battle prepared. But a lot of people are always trying to take somebody else's ideals and, and try to spin them, and they just end up sounding stupid. Well, it was crazy about it, like when the stores first opened, you know, everybody was wrapped around trying to get to the grocery store, because we, we were like, oh, it ain't going to be that bad, you know, it's like, eh, just last the weekend, you know, we get some rain, we're going to go on about our they, business. They underestimated, which was shocking for Houstonians, I've always said, I mean, we've, in the if people don't know this, I want to say in the past, less than 10 years, we've seen at least four hurricanes come through here to cause some type of ruckus. And matter of fact, one of them wasn't even a hurricane. It was just a it was just a lot of rain that just didn't stop and it caused massive floods all around the city. Mm -hmm. So Houston is prone to floods. And so and like the guy we I, I was it was in rain or whatever and you know People out there, you stand in line, you talk to people. Talk to this guy and say, hey, you know, good weather we have. You know, just make up. Well, how'd you do in the storm? You know, it's not like, it's not like, oh, fuck you. I don't want you to know, you know, if I'm doing well or not. It's it ain't like, like that, man. It ain't like that at all. People aren't, isn't, this isn't Black Friday. You're not in, in Walmart Tackling people for no, bread and shit no. like that, you know, you are seeing people and out of you had your incident, you had your sparks, but that's human nature. But out of generosity, you you out there, you know, hey, I got two cases of water. I see you ain't got no water. You need some water. Straight Boom, up, yeah, I, saw, water. I saw, I saw, I saw. I seen a lot of that. You know, it's like, hey, I don't need all this bread. I'm getting two loaves because there's none. The, you know, bread is short, but I see you don't have none at all. You do realize the last time we recorded, the hurricane was coming, right? 
Was it? Yeah, we talked about we talked when Nita was on. We were talking about how people was was being stingy with the water. Yeah, yeah. and it, like that's that's crazy though, because it just it just goes to show it was two weeks worth of an impact, and the impact is still we still feeling it. But yeah, last episode we were talking about how you know some people weren't being so courteous. But you know after the fact, um, how do I say this? I I, I believe that disastrous times like this. You know, it kind of it kind of humbles people. Yeah, that, and, that's and, like that's like the Houston Strong, yeah, the, the, the Houston or whatever. You the know, Houston Strong to me is just a representation of yeah, we were not always. We're not, I'm be honest with you. I come into Houston, I don't really come across the nicest people in the world. But at the same time, I know for a fact that we got humans out here, and humanity is out here. It's, but, it's, it's almost a point where like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Harvey is our enemy. So we may beef on a regular basis, but yeah. but to, you know, in this time, we on the same team. For the most part, we just don't like Dallas Cowboys. The fans of Dallas Cowboys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has <laughs> been the Nobody Podcast. Gonna have to cut this one short. Duh. I'm just like, saying, like, like bro. my old pastor used to say, we're gonna cut the tail off this one, and call it short. <laughs> but it is first, true, though. First of all. Jerry Jones don- donated a million bucks. Just a million? This isn't his city. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. It's just, it's, this isn't his city. Don't don't worry about that. Man, when I saw people talk about Trump donating a million, talk about what the but, fuck is about that? What took you, no, no, what took him so long? Huh? Bro, literally when you sent me that post, I was like, there's a telethon on TV right now raising money. Like, what do you mean what took him so long? This The storm just left three days ago. I'm going to ask you a second question. This is the president of the United States. You think he got tired of me writing checks? How much money did Obama uh, donate? I don't know. I don't, I don't be watching nobody. How much money did like Hillary Clinton donate? I don't be watching nobody money like How that. How much Bernie Sanders money? Did he, I'm just saying, bro. Like, he, he, the nigga can't win. He, he can't. You he can't, can't win, can't bro. Do, and I, I didn't vote for Trump. Me neither. Didn't vote for Hillary. But he can't win. Yeah, like, nigga can't win, bro. Bro, when he said, when he's told him good luck, I'm people like, oh, shipping. I'm, I'm right now posing the question to people. What the fuck was that man supposed to say? <laughs> Niggas don't even know. Bro, to me, saying good luck and my prayers are with you are the same Both thing. Both useless. Send your thoughts and prayers all you want. Shit didn't do nothing. 70 people still died. Same thing. Niggas, 500,000 nigga, 500, cars lost. It's not going to say, I'm not going to say, well, you know, I, I was worried, but the president said, you know, he going to pray for me, so I'm, I'm going to uh, be okay. all right. And I have this conversation with my grandma all the time, old black lady. <laughs> old black lady. Old black lady, let you know her mentality. She, <laughs> she got, I got, I got these, these no, for, no good, good for nothing cousins and who they, but they deep in the church. Good for nothing. They don't have jobs or nothing. They say, well, God told me to, to hold on to my faith. God told me this. God told me that. God also gave you five senses, and these people I'm talking about are well-bodied young individuals. You waiting on a message that's already arrived. You have the capability to go out there and work. You have the capability to physically go do a job. Now, it may not be the job that you want, but it's the job that you need to go do. Let me tell you something, man. And this is a conversation that we we I poke fun at it every now and then, but once again, Harvey proved my point. I, I have respect for Harvey. I have respect for Harvey, not Steve Harvey. You know the hurricane. Wait, but, uh, do you do you retire Harvey's jersey? I think you got to retire his jersey. I do. I do. He he, he yeah. goes in the rafters. Yeah, that nigga. He I mean he set records, bro. Yeah. He's yeah. he's goat. Yeah, you got to put him in the rafters. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> 
the whole Joel Osteen controversy, like I said, I've always felt like he was an easy target just because, you know, he's a soft guy. If you've ever been to his church before, you know, you've seen him get up there with his soft-spoken ass, and he shed tears every now and then. Um, but I sent the stat that I don't think was 100% accurate, but based off what I witnessed with my own eyes, a dude said, you know, it's, it's over 1,500 churches in the Houston area. And at that time, when he said that, he was like, shit, only nine of them are open. I live by two mega churches, or two churches that I would deem as mega churches, and neither one of them bitches was open. So my thing was, at, he was an easy target, and at that time, nobody even gave a, once again, social media, people just being in the moment, you know, people just wanting to be mad for nothing. I, that's why I love when I hear that, when I see that one meme, like, what y'all mad about this week? Like, because at the end of the day, that's what it is. What y'all mad about this week? We mad Joe Osteen that opened the doors uh, when it was flooded. First of all, my nigga, I keep asking people this. If you stay in Houston, if you stay in any area where it did flood, niggas was not taking you to Lakewood Church. I'm just no, saying, no. Man, Lakewood Church was the last place a nigga was trying to go to. Ain't no food at Lakewood. Ain't... <laughs> People don't even understand how shelters even work. I actually, I asked a couple of my coworkers. I was like, "Bro, you know, do you know, do you know what makes a place a shelter?" I said, "Do you know why George R. Brown Convention Center was was one of the first shelters that opened up?" I said, "Do you know who owns the George R. Brown Convention Center?" Of course, nobody could tell me. I was like, "Houston owns the George R. Brown Convention Center." So guess what? And since Houston owns the George R. Brown Convention Center, when they come to the mayor and say, when FEMA comes to the mayor and say, "Hey, we need to set up a shelter." Oh, okay, perfect. We got George R. Brown Convention Center. FEMA staffs it. All the people go in there, and they start doing what they got to do. And George R. Brown Convention Center ain't even in the best area. But it's still government-owned, and FEMA supplied the staff. Unless FEMA supplies the staff, you technically don't have a shelter. Because you got to go through a bunch of vet, uh, vetting and all that bullshit. And it, it, that, I mean, like I said, bro. New Light wasn't even open. I don't even think Farbrook was open. I mean, I could call a bunch of churches out, but for some reason, niggas wanted to call out Joe just because he's rich. And where I'm going with this is to say, if we didn't have so many lazy individuals on this planet, well, in America specifically, that just want to pray themselves a job instead of actually getting them getting themselves together to get a job, niggas like Joe Lowstein would have a platform to become rich off of. Very true. Just saying, man, a lot of people that go to go to church these days or going to church, you know, blind faith, they don't they don't even understand half the stuff that they hearing, bro. I've always said, man, half y'all motherfuckers they was half D average in high school. But y'all can quote the Bible from back to front and, and you expect me to think that you even know what that shit means. You can barely read. No, nah, bro, people sitting there waiting. Well, what what has Beyonce done? Beyonce <sighs> hasn't done nothing. God. They gave K Michelle a day. What has K Michelle done? Why are you sitting there waiting on handouts from somebody? That's what this, the society this does. This million dollars that they're going to donate, nobody's going to come up here and say, my man's, here's 10 racks. It's not happening. So it doesn't matter what Beyonce does. It doesn't matter what anybody does. If you're not out there helping your community, then it doesn't matter. Like, why are you sitting there waiting on somebody else? If you want something to happen, go take that action. And, bro, what is killing me? What is killing me? This is killing me. I got to say it one more time. This is killing me. Don't die, young people man. People say, you know, 
Hurricane Harvey hit uh Hurricane was announced on twenty first. Hurricane Harvey hit on twenty fifth through twenty sixth. If you look at Luke twenty one through twenty five twenty five through twenty six, it says that the people are gonna be terrified, there's gonna be a great tragedy come through, this, that and the other. Then they get on there, this is a sign of the end of the times. This is this is the, how you know it's the end of the times. Let me say this once and be very clear about it. You read one selected Bible verse. From you had you had to scour the Bible to find this probably well, skipped over Deuteronomy, you, you Mark, to, everything, everything. Nigga went to Luke, went to Luke, <laughs> Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. You skipped through all of that, <laughs> or did, or maybe you looked at it. Maybe maybe like okay, let me see, let me see, let me look at uh, Deuteronomy 21, 25, and twenty six. Nah, they don't fit. That they don't, don't fit. fit. That don't okay, fit. Let me, Gotta let go me to Genesis. Out, let me get, check out Genesis. Gotta go to Leviticus. Nah, that don't fit. That don't fit. Gotta go to Exodus. That okay. don't fit. Yeah, either. yeah. Uh, Malachi, that ain't long enough. Let me skip <laughs> that. That ain't happening. Let's see. Let me check Matthew. That's a long one. Let me check out Matthew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it didn't work. Shit, look, let, let, me, let me tell you who is seeing these posts on Instagram and thinking that you're a dumbass. <laughs> People on the West Coast are looking at this like, what you mean this is the end of time? It's sunny in California. Yeah. People in Canada are looking at this like, but what do you was, mean this is the end of California time? California's on fire. California's always on fire. This is true. They, they, they're reading Revelations in California. Yeah, clearly. People in France are looking at this like, we, we cool over here. I'm going to stop you right there. Bro, man. the United States of America is not the center of the universe. Because, say that one more time. The United States of America is not the center of the universe. We have a bunch of self-centered assholes that make this nation stink. But all I'm going to say is, niggas is not talking about the end of times when Asia's getting hit by tsunamis and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Tornadoes go through the Midwest all the time. Motherfucking mudslides happen in, in, you know, in Cali from time to time. Sinkholes, big you know, sinkholes just opening up. Like what the fuck? It's flooding in Nigeria right now, as far as I'm concerned. I'm I, not I, mistaken. I seen that. I seen that once. If I'm not mistaken, see early on some shit happened out there too. I mean, shit happens. Did they in run America. out of diamonds? Damn. I hope not. I'm trying to get this piece of change. Shit. I wonder if they kind of exposed the diamonds and made them even easier to find. It's mm -hmm. fucked up though, because uh, a lot of a lot of children died though. I'm still trying to get this piece of change. Yeah, understandable. Understandable. But a lot of children died. I just, <laughs> I, just, I just want you to send your thoughts and prayers to those children. Yeah, that's a, that's what's gonna help. Yeah, that's gonna help. My resurrect them. Hey, hey. I feel I, I really I'm sick to my stomach at the people that post their pictures of those dead children. Cause me, me and you being assholes right now, it's I'm not glad even comparable. I didn't see any of that. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I usually don't watch none of that shit. Like Philando Castile, Sterling. I don't watch that shit. I don't watch people die. But when I just see a blatant picture of a dead body, I'm like, bro, what the fuck. Like I got, I got a one. I got to unfollow you. I might report your whole ass because you're posting dead children. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of scary movies. I'm a fan of horror films. But get this, horror films are not real. When you're posting dead bodies, real dead bodies, you have fucking problems. Real talk. Problems. You know. You remember so, that old website we was growing up? It was like Rotten.com where you yeah, could see all, all Watch the snuff shit. films. Yeah. yeah, that shit was sick, man. Sick. And and I really. It, what the fuck? This this current times frustrate me because I'm just starting to get to the point where I don't know if I'm talking to actual humans anymore or I'm just talking to zombies that or zombies or robots. I mean, I, honestly, I can't even call people sheep no more because I think I think even sheep know when they're you know getting sent to their slaughter. I'm being honest with you, bro. I know I think sheep honestly know. 
Yeah, they, they like, they, fuck they, they, it. They, what am I do? I can't run fast. They gonna catch me. They gonna exactly. I I, I, I seen Billy go back there, and he never came. He never back. came back. So, but these niggas, these whatever whatever people, humans, and this goes across the board. I don't care what color your skin is. This motherfucker's stupid out there, bro. Like really, really fucking stupid. And I really just believe they're letting social media raise them. It's like my nigga. There's more to life than these 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 cop killings that you're overemphasizing. Cause all I'm saying is, you ask a nigga how many how many white people would get killed by cops, nigga can't give you an answer. And 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 if and if you and if you fuck with us tough, there was an episode where I gave you a list. You did. You I did. gave you a list of unarmed white people that get that, that are being killed. White it's, people. it's not just about black people. But to black people, it is. It is. I mean, uh, to me, a lot of hate and anger that I hear nowadays, it just seems like jealousy to me. It's like, bro, y'all always complaining about what white people get away with and blah, 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 this and that, this and that. Okay, I hear you. This shit fucked up. What are we going to do about it? That's all I'm saying, bro. What are we going to do about it? I mean, when you really look at the 1%, I mean, they could they control the nation, bro. Like a, a list of names control the nation. Until you remove them from power, what is you gonna do? I really, I really think people feel to, like they think being angry and and talking shit to police is actually a problem. Let me tell you something, bro. This is my problem because let's say my son grew up and he decided, you know, hey man, you know, I've tried all these things. I'm gonna end up being, a, I'm gonna be a police officer now. You cross over the territory you don't want to cross over into if you fuck with my son and he's a police officer. And people fail to, fail to realize that these police police officers, yeah, they choose to be police officers. But no matter what, these police officers have families too. You know what I'm saying? Their I goal is to go home at night. Yeah, they, I don't show no sympathy for a cop killer. But at the end of the day, I'm not just going around assaulting random cops just because of one fucking cop killer. I mean, I'm just saying though, because if, 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 if white people just ran around just... Busting black people in the face just because, what the fuck? Oh, this black dude, you know, he he raped my girlfriend, so I'm gonna just kill all kill all black people. You can't you can't contradict yourself. The two logics don't. It, it's not logical. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you're gonna judge anybody, do it by individual basis. Don't just do it by a profession or a color of their skin, what type of hair they got, what they wear. Like that shit's ignorance. The minute you do that, you've already lost. I haven't I haven't seen on on Facebook a couple of weeks back maybe it was last week this girl says if you black and you decide to be a cop or a tow truck driver or something like that that then you you basically you basically a coon huh why what I said earlier she what is a coon but then she goes she goes into it and they they some of the shadiest they the dirtiest people like this they that no. They won't let your weed smoking ass smoke weed in public. No. They're not gonna let you illegally park. No. It's their job to enforce the laws. It's their job to tow your busted ass ride yeah. out of the fucking parking spot that yeah. they supposed to be in because that's how they make their money. Yeah. Now, if they walking around being a dick to you and they're doing shit that's out of their jurisdiction, out of their job description that they're mm-hmm. not supposed to do, as far as harassing you overly or anything like that, or towing you when you don't need to be towed, okay, cool, you got a point. But you can't just generalize all black people that are cops are bad and all black people that are tow drivers are bad. You just had a bad experience and nine times out of ten, your ass was in the wrong anyway. And you can't take that L. Niggas can't take L's no more, bro. Niggas can't take L's no more. Like, people sit there and try to act like 
they don't know what America is all about. Like, I've been knowing what America was all about since I was 17, 18, learned the hard way. Didn't give a fuck, kept doing what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I've been knowing racism existed in America. I've been knowing my, what my odds are in certain places and, and this and that. But for a nigga that make, to, for me to know cats that came out of my hood that's making six figures, I know cats that made it out of my hood, got their own businesses. I know I know black dudes that, that got felonies, got good jobs right now. To, to, to sit there and make it seem like we just so fucking oppressed, we can't move, so we just got to be irate all the time. That's utterly ridiculous, bro. Y'all niggas is out of line. And at the end of the day, you know, like I've been saying, y'all niggas just making it harder for motherfuckers that really just know how to play the game. Because it's a game. You know how to play the game, you're going to succeed. You don't know how to play the game, you're not going to succeed. Like I've been telling niggas for a long time. I think what Colin, what Colin Kaepernick is doing is is is, is some stand up shit, you know, no pun intended. But uh, <laughs> the thing about him is he's putting, quote unquote, his money where his mouth is. Real talk. He's like, not only am I protesting injustice, but here I am. I'm donating to funds that that pay for lawyers for injustice. I'm out here. I'm getting people off the streets. I'm I'm buying suits. I'm sending yeah. I'm sending money here. I'm buying clothes and sending them here. I'm doing food. So I'm not just no. I'm not just out here protesting. I'm just out here protesting and wishing for change. Martin Luther King went out there just protesting and wishing for change. And just being angry behind the keyboard. Right. Nowadays, everybody's angry behind. The, they, they, they Twitter fingers as they trigger fingers yep. and shit now. And, and now that you just going to be like, well, if I send tweets to President Trump and tell him I hope he die, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a difference. No. You're going to get the CIA on your motherfucking ass. <laughs> Real talk. And you're going to be in Guantanamo Bay. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Real talk. Straight up. <laughs> no, but I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, man, I mean, Colin Kaepernick still ain't got a job. So, I'm just saying, bro, like, it's kind of fucked up. Niggas doing all this protesting. When you think about the man hours put behind the fact that he still ain't got a job, it's just, it's just crazy to me because it's just like, it's a lot of people out there that's following his movement that but, really could be putting their money and time into something else. But the thing about Colin Kaepernick, he doesn't care about this job. He doesn't. Y'all care about I this job more to, than he does. I still have yet to hear him. Like if they call say him, something about if it. If they call him to come work out, cool. I love playing football. I'm gonna go work out. Straight up. Y'all don't hire me. All right, cool. You know why? I still got my own agenda. I'm you know going on. Need, let me tell you something, and everybody needs to listen up because I'm about to say some shit that's gonna probably make you mad. The main pe- the main reason a lot of these black people, a lot of these black folk, <laughs> won't. Kyle Kaepernick to have a job in the NFL so they can watch the shit and not feel guilty. Bro, first of all, if Colin Kaepernick does get a job, at best he's gonna be second string quarterback. Yeah, he's probably not gonna see the field. He's probably not gonna see the field. And if he gets a job, what are y'all gonna talk about then? They ain't nothing to talk about. You ain't gonna have nothing to talk about. They gonna hope somebody else get shot by a cop so they can talk about that. Just like, just like, just like disaster relief team. Bro, and like we said, if Colin Kaepernick was Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. If he was a proven winner, if he was a proven winner, if he had it, it'll make a little ring. bit more. If it'll he make, had a ring and an MVP, something, it'll make a little bit more sense. Because at the end of the day, people be like, "Man, I'm gonna take this chance. It's worth it." Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, if he was a subpar quarterback and he made a stance that made that divided locker rooms, nobody wants a divided locker room. You know what I'm saying? It's already sucks that you got niggas like, uh, what's that cat named Pac-Man in the locker room, and he just being a nigga, 
He divide locker rooms. He he being new money. That's you know, what he being new money. You know, and then you got you got you got, you got Ezekiel Elliott out here, Bruh, tripping, tripping hard. You know, new money. But at the end of the day, the niggas kind of proven the low key rookie of the year stats, MVP stats as a fucking rookie, like basically carrying the team on his back. He worth that. He worth it. Bro, niggas talk about Ray Lewis all the time, but they day, man, that motherfucker that was a, what, 12-time pro bowler? And he killed somebody? Well, shit. <laughs> he killed the boy somebody. was worth it. <laughs> Big Ben's a rapist. <laughs> Two-time fucking Super Bowl. Super Bowl champion. Bro. Super Bowl rapist, Super Bowl champion. Ben Put Rogers, him out bro. there on the field, coach. <laughs> Get him out there. I don't I don't care if he went and he felt up the cheerleader at halftime. Third quarter come out, we down two scores. Put him on the field. Coach, get him out there. <laughs> and Mike Tomlin ain't doing no tripping. Zero. Looking like Denzel from Remember the Titans. <laughs> Bruh, I'm just saying, man. One of Colin Kaepernick's biggest moments was him throwing an interception in the most critical moments of the game and took that L and went home. I'm just saying, bro. I, lo- I love what he's doing, but at the same time, he knew what dice he was rolling. And all these motherfuckers that's running alongside of him and, and doing what they're doing, like I said, I really feel like they're going to be the same motherfuckers watching NFL games and they, and they addicts and they basements feeling feeling not wanting to look bad and talk about, well, I stand with Kaepernick, but shit, I'm going to still catch the Seahawks game, though. Bro, I got three fantasy leagues going on this Man, year. Man, I got two oh, of them hoes. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even watch football like that. I've missed numerous, I've missed Super Bowls. I've missed, <laughs> bro. But got it came on. Straight up, I'm not even a football NFL fan like that. But at the same time, I'm not finna sit here and be a hypocrite and make it seem like I'm not finna watch something just because one guy that made millions. 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 Millions of dollars. Because every time Kaepernick's name is brought up, the first thing white people are going to say is, you know, yeah, obviously one of his main stances is fighting against, you know, police brutality. But... I always asked myself in the back of my mind, it was like, when he kneeled, I was just trying to figure out, you know, I understand you kneeling, but was there any other things that he could have done in order to bring awareness to the fact that he didn't like the injustice that was going on, rather than technically in the eye, like, how do I say this? It almost feels like when I look back at it, it was like, he really trying to say, fuck you to America. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was like, the police, the all police departments don't technically, how do I say, like I was asking earlier, the president can't tell a police, a police, uh, a local police what to do. No, they no. can't. They have no jurisdiction. They, they can't come in and say arrest this man. They can't. So my thing is, if you really want to stick a finger to, you know, police departments, isn't there other ways to go about it? Like, I'm just saying because let's just say the national anthem wasn't played. At um, let's just say uh, football players didn't come out during national anthem like they, you know, like back in the day. I wonder what he would have done then. What would have been his other choice? I'm just curious, cause I mean, even LeBron came out there with um, with uh, with the um, I can't no, breathe I can't. shirts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that made a statement. But you know, in the NBA, it's in the bylaws that you have to stand for the anthem. Okay. You have to do that in the NBA. So, I mean, that has nothing to do with the I can't breathe or whatever like that. You know how how when they had the whole thing with David Stern, it was like, you know, we're we're denouncing the NBA because he's uh, owner of the NBA, so we're going to turn our stuff inside out. We're not going to, you know, like that. That forced, that forced them to make a move. 
okay. knowing that the majority of the population that plays in the NBA watches the NBA mm-hmm. are black people. Yeah. Majority of people that watch the NFL and buy tickets, buy tickets white. and merchandise. Yeah. They're white. They really are. And so I mean, it's business. It really is. It's business. And I keep telling people, I mean, if you if you pull the the um the I guess when you look at it, you pull the the amount of money that black people pour into actual football stadiums and football merch, I would say black people pour more into the to the local bars and the in the clubs more than they do in the actual NFL. You know, maybe buying a the game ticket or whatever the um you know, for Dish Network and Direct TV, probably buying an NFL ticket or some shit like that. But with Fire Stick popping now, well, we're not even doing you that. ain't doing that no more. So I mean, I really just wonder if you really just pull your 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 economic resources from the NFL. Well, will the NFL really feel it that much? Because if anything, I kind of feel like no matter what, unless you get white people on your side to pull their resources too, the NFL is not going to feel that much of an impact. I mean, year by year. The NFL is, is is the TV ratings are going down year by year anyway, but that's neither here nor there because I, I actually heard that the McGregor and Mayweather fight pulled in more viewers in the Super Bowl, right? Um, sure, I'll co-sign that. Why yeah, not? I think he did. I mean, what's it? That's weird because you got to pay for him. Pay it's a pay-per-view event. You would think a free event would you know garner more eyes, but clearly it didn't. I mean, depending on how you watched it, it was free. You know, you know how, how, how they went with albums and stuff now. They was like, oh, well, you know, it was bootlegged this many times. We're estimating. So. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Because I, I definitely watched that on Facebook. Oh, really? shit. People had to be Somebody was live, live streaming. Yeah, I'm watching this on Facebook. That shit was a crazy night. Like, I mean, shit, that was, that, was the day, that was the day Harvey started. That's yeah. the day Harvey landed. And it looks like Irma's going to land Saturday night in Miami as well, which is crazy. Bro, Irma is 500, I mean, 400 miles Wide, basically long. Florida itself is about four hundred miles. Real talk. Long. I don't think it's that wide. I don't think. Oh, Florida that long. Wide. That long is about four hundred yeah, miles yeah. long. Because what we we eight hundred miles, right? Long. We or longer than that. Uh, from 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 east to west. From shit from here. From, to oh, from east to west, we wider than that. I'm about to say what I'm saying. Yeah. From I don't know, bro. Because I've driven from I've driven from Houston to Oklahoma in like five hours. Man, from Brownsville that's, that's, to Amarillo. Come on, bro. That's about that's about a sixteen hour drive. God, dog. That's a because from miles. here to El Paso is still ten hours, right? Yeah. Yeah, me fucked up. <laughs> shit, I ain't driving. I ain't never driving that shit. I've drove before. Why, bro? My drive time is five hours. That's when you gonna take a nap? No, that's that's my max. Oh, okay. You like, flying? You flying under the anything net. over there? I gotta fly. Okay. I got to. Like New Orleans, with four and a half five hours. Oh yeah, we can do that. We going past New Orleans? I gotta fly. Gotta fly. So basically, you go to Alabama, you fly. I'm flying. Mississippi, you fly. I'm flying. I I will pay that extra money to fly. So you got banks in Alabama, Mississippi? Yeah, we got yeah we got banks. That you audit? Yeah. Oh okay okay okay. Hmm. Speaking of banks and money, you know how much it costs to uh, that it's gonna cost to you know as far as the disaster relief go. I'm about to school people. Okay. Of course, but um, disaster relief and all that, you know how much it's gonna cost to fund to. Rebuild Houston again. Houston strong, yeah. No, nah, no. Nah. Give me a guess. If, if I want. had to guess, I would say roughly seventy-five million. If I was to tell you that you so off, I want to laugh in your face, <laughs> bro. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five million. You ain't even close. Not close. Not even close, man. Hundreds of millions. What was that? Uh, you see the movie Social Network? What, what uh, Justin Timberlake said? No, nah, I don't remember what he, he said. He was talking about, you talking about millions. I'm talking about 
billions. They said eight billion dollars was a deposit. I'm gonna repeat this, ladies and gentlemen. Eight billion dollars was just a deposit to start getting Houston back in shape. And I'm gonna start explaining to you niggas why. The actual estimate is 140 billion in order to reconstruct Houston and surrounding areas. 140 billion, bro. And let me tell you why, man. Like I said, I work for ServPro. So this is as simple as it goes. And this to me, what people fail to realize about people fail to people need to understand. I understand why people don't like Red Cross. And I understand why people feel like well, you said you was gonna talk about why. No, I, why. I, I wanted you to get into that. Oh, okay. People don't people like Commander said, I don't know if you saw the Commander post where he had, you know, he teamed up with Mattress Mac mm-hmm. in order to like get his funding started. And um what he's doing with the relief money that he's getting is He's gonna make it more transparent of what he's doing with his money, and see that's kind of like what, what Cap was doing, where he detailed wherever where he was sending money. Exactly, and but no matter what, when you're dealing with that many millions, it's really hard in a country like this for the government to just kind of let you do what you want to do with your money, mm-hmm. because it's once you start getting into those seven figures, it's like oh hold on now my nigga. We gotta kind of start dictating that, and we gotta, we gotta. It's certain taxes that gotta be applied to that. You just can't do a lot of things that you want to do when you start making those seven figures. And when you really read more into it, like I was doing, because I was bored and shit. We 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 were stuck in the house in Houston what three we, or four days. I we had, had shit time. To do. I had nothing but time. So as I was looking more into that shit, and I started thinking about my serve pro days, I was I would remember how we would go to some houses in the hood. That may have burned down, and like I'd be talking to like well, one of the homeowner. And the homeowner was like, "Yeah, we were in this house for 20, 30 years. When we bought it, it was forty thousand. Blah blah blah." I'm like, "Okay, okay." And then my manager would walk up, and you know he would you know do his little thing. He was a whole ass nigga. <laughs> he would do his little thing, and then he'd come back with an estimate of how much he would. He was like, first you know he would ask him, you know, are you insured? And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, of course." You know, then actually the insurance. They, he don't even have to ask him if you're insured because the insurance company is usually why the disaster relief is going to come out to begin with. Mm-hmm. Disaster relief ain't just coming out being helpful. By the time you see the last disaster relief team, they already took your a, insurance. Check, a check already probably been cut already. You know what I'm saying? Or if not, they're waiting. The insurance company is waiting on that disaster relief team to, to quote them. Mm-hmm. And you know how it goes when a motherfucker quoting the insurance company. <laughs> you finna hit their ass over the head. I'm talking about, I remember being in a $40,000, like $50,000 house. And, and it, the, it, the damage, when he told him how much he was going to charge the uh, insurance company, that lady almost fainted. He said something like $95,000 in order to restore that house. More, more more than what the house is worth. You might as well total the house. Ain't that what you do with cars? Total the car. You know, it costs more to fix it than it's worth? You total the car. Which is what we're used to in America. Like you said, it costs more to fix it. And a lot of times that's the case. Because what they do is they inflate a bunch of bullshit. Oh, you're going to need a new door. We finna get you this nice mahogany wood. I don't want that door. Give me a regular door. Go down to Lowe's. Nah. Look, call Cecil. Mm-mm. He got the truck. Mm-mm. You go down to Lowe's. You grab me a dough. Not a door, a dough. And you bring it back. We're insurance bonded. We finna get this 95000 Or your house for this day burnt. <laughs> they looking at Houston right now. And Houston ain't nothing but a fucking guppy right now. And these motherfuckers sharks swimming around like, okay. We finna get this money. Rub, so you can, only, you can only imagine how much a disaster relief team, bruh, half a million cars underwater. 
you can you can just think about how many dog up the street from me it's a whole apartment complex 50 units gone bro kingwood high school isn't even opening for the rest of the year bro it's it's elementary's uh incline that's not that that shut down they had to go to the new Klein high school and and put elementary there and that ain't even finished being built i heard it, it, it's schools in katie just no nah, we just, just just done think about that Think about how much money it's going to cost to restore a Katy school. You know how much it costs to build fucking Cinco Ranch? Bro, Cinco, Cinco Ranch, you could fit my whole entire school district in there from when I was in high school seven times. Say that one more time for the people Seven in the times. You could put this my whole school. school district in that high school <laughs> said a whole seven school times. district. Seven times. And that motherfucker is flooded now. So if I told you a forty thousand dollar house is gonna cost ninety ninety five thousand dollars to repair, how much do you think it's gonna cost to repair a three million dollar school? So that money JJ White raising by the time he done, you know what that's gonna be help fix? Probably probably one block in the neighborhood. Real talk, Sienna plantations. Think about that. Bro, Sienna plantations is just gone. For y'all that don't know, Sienna plantations might as well say that shit Beverly Hills. Imagine Beverly Hills flooding and everybody in Beverly Hills not having flood insurance. Gone. I did. I did see the one meme where it says you don't have flood insurance, but you got fire insurance. Set that motherfucker on fire. One house burnt down. You might as well. People don't. People don't. This shit doesn't. It's too big for some people to comprehend. They think it's just as simple as donate millions here, donate millions here. Like, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the telethons and all that shit. But in all honesty, bro, we just for the, the government for to be more with that, bro. You, we, we as people. First of all, we ain't giving that much money in order to restore to get to 140 billion. When the when Ken Paxton says this eight billion dollars is merely a deposit, we got problems, bro. Big problems. My thing is, I really feel like if you really, I mean, I said this before. I, I feel like if you really want to help people, if you really, if you really want people to see the instant gratification of coming, get back on their feet. I just feel like a lot of these celebrities just should, should hand should hand people checks. Yeah, but they can't do that. You go you go look out and you say, oh, this devastating hand you check. You can't because you can't track. You can't you can't exactly. But when when you see me send this lump sum of whatever, I can track that. Yeah. My accountant will track that. Yeah. But you you know you see what let's see you see somebody cars gone. Mm -hmm. You are a celebrity. Oh, was the car thirty thousand? I, I can't you. write you a thirty thousand dollar check. I, I might spend thirty thousand on a dinner one night. Yeah. Football teams do that. Just imagine if Kevin Hart could just come to a neighborhood and say, "Don't worry, y'all. I'm just going. I'm just going to cut y'all seventy-five checks. I'm gonna cut y'all all checks." Because he could do that though. Just imagine, he has the funds. Just I mean, if he just gave each each of them, uh, come on, man, you fucking um, Collinwood Gardens in Greenspoint. You know your average person over there probably making twenty twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Kevin Hart come through that whole apartment complex with a million dollars and distribute that million dollars to 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 a hundred families. Come on, bro. It, it take half a year for them to see that money. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm no mathematician. I'm just saying, you know, but the reality of this world, that well, this country that we live in, it just don't work like that, man. Mm -mm. These millions that's being raised still not going to be enough and people can't comprehend that. The millions that are raised are going to take care of the top. Probably the taxes. And it's probably not going to trickle down to the people who really absolutely do need it. They're not gonna. They're not gonna unless you have flood insurance. You're not really gonna be able to just. You're not gonna be able to feel like during Hurricane Allison, when my mom, when we lost our house, 
Um, and, I, and I had to tell, you know, the, the female that she lost everything. I told her, you know, I was like, man, you know, my mama, we lost everything too. Like, I can relate to you. Like, flood water coming into your house, nigga, being woken up by flood waters and your dog, nigga. This yeah. shit real. You get up the next day, you get to work. You start cutting what you got to cut. You put your mask on. Shit ain't nothing new to me. But at the same time, my mama always taught me responsibility. And that's something that everybody's not being taught. Because when you got half a million people between the year 2012 to now that dropped off their flood insurance, it's got a huge problem. That means about 80% of the people affected didn't have flood insurance simply because they felt like it wasn't it was it no wasn't going to happen again. Y'all tripping. It just flooded last year. <laughs> I think we're being too serious. I think we need to lighten up a little bit. Give me something. Give me something light. I mean, shit, you was talking about toxic behavior, man. Oh, oh, let but, me oh yeah, I want to say thanks to the up. people that actually checked out, checked on us, and you know, made sure that we were okay. And um, for the rest of y'all, I, had, I understand. I, that, I had know. a lot of my coworkers, you know, just reach out, you know, hey, you good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Like it was yeah. kind of weird too. It, it was very it was weird because because people, my coworkers would call me, and it's like you know, we don't never talk on the phone. I like even the admin assistant called me one morning. Oh, I just want to check on you, make sure you're good. Yeah. Common decency, man. Disasters. It's sad that it takes disasters to bring that out of people. Um, one of the cool things about the intro that I never uh, talked about <laughs> was I, I really love the fact that it had that um, Christopher Nolan. It, it was a dark night, some of the dark night in there, even though it wasn't the one I'm going to talk about. Uh, my favorite scene, and it will always be my favorite scene from the dark, uh, the dark night with uh, Heath Ledger, is when at the main, the main plot of the movie to me, was when Joker tried to show that humanity really has no soul. If you put two people in the, you know, in these separate situations and it came down to, you know, some, who, who gonna eat who? Who gonna pull this trigger? Somebody gonna pull this trigger. And then, for nobody to pull the trigger, and then, you know, Batman was just sitting there like, you know, what, you know, you were wrong. I kind of just feel like sometimes it takes those disasters, those moments of, of, you know, those cripple, well, that'll bring crippling fear to a person to bring out that decency in them. It sucks that we, we have to have it that way, but oh no, it's pretty dope that we can see that and we don't got to see a bunch of people talk about Philando Castile and stuff like that and Trayvon Martin stuff happening because it this, 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 America has more to offer than that, no matter what the media likes to say. But, anyways. Reasons why you attract toxic people. Tell me, nice guy, why do you attract nice uh, to toxic people? When I when I check this out, I'm I'm like I'm 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 an easy five out of these seven. I'm 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 gonna run down the list, and you tell me which ones you identify with. Uh huh. Because I know you're an asshole. <sighs> seven reasons why you attract toxic people. One, you're a great listener. I identify as being a great listener. Well, I, I give you that. Two, you are incredibly generous with your time. I give you that. You, you deal with my bullshit. Okay. Three, you're open, honest, and trust and trusting with your dreams. Mm, I don't know about all that. I, I wouldn't go there either. I don't, I don't like to let let too many people. J Cole said, if you let them know your dreams, then they can't shoot them down. Say it one more time. If, if you don't let them know your dreams, they can't shoot them down. Uh -huh. So you know, sometimes you need to hold on to them because a lot of people, like we talked about last week, you'll tell people, you know, hey, you know, I'm finna go get this job. I, I you know, I got goals. I'm gonna start my own business, and they'll say, oh, okay. Well, let me talk about about me again. Um, number four, you're really easygoing. I feel like I'm an easygoing person. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't be, you know, I, I be wanting to slide you sometimes, but it's neither here nor there. Number five, 
your sunny complexion is all inclusive. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> no idea what that means. So I'm gonna say nah, that's not me. Because I, I like to say that I'm paper sack brown, not really sunny, but more mm. paper sack brown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Number six, you're a great builder. And I've, I've told you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what that's why all the women want you. Is that is that why? Most of it, yeah. But great at building what is the question though? You, they a, a woman would want you based on the simple fact that one, well, a they could look at you and say you're pretty. Uh, structured, you have your shit together, so it'll be easy to attach onto you to to get bigger, to become more, to build up. Okay, I can see you that. You know, but then you know, you got you know, for some reason a female that would fit this criteria, she would end up settling with a guy that is the total opposite, that would make her crumble and not build her up. I think I think oftentimes women like a guy that values them on a different kind of level. And sometimes that level is financial or materialistic. Very materialistic. We live in a very materialistic generation, so. Like, if, if a woman is, is the breadwinner and she's putting a roof over your head and stuff like this, you're not necessarily improving her. You're improving her ego more than anything. So, but she needs that boost, so that's why she has you. That's why she has a guy that is, quote, unquote, less than she is. Hmm, hmm, hmm. That's sad. That's sad. But um, number seven. Your view of human nature is super positive. Hmm. I think that I think that varies because sometimes I feel like I'm very pessimistic, and I actually I feel like that's when I'm at my very best, to be honest with you. Hmm. But I feel sometimes I I'm, it depends on who I'm talking to because I know I'll talk to some people and they need that positive reinforcement. I can just tell by the person that they are, so I'll give them that positive reinforcement. And then some people I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't care about anything you care about. So I'm just going to give you this pessimism because hmm. I know that's what you, but then again, I know that's what you want to hear. I know that you don't want your spirits boosted or anything. You want somebody to be down with you. You want somebody to, to be upset and mad at the world with you. I so hate that shit. Here, 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 here's some pessimism. Here you go. Take that. Take that. I look at this list in a, in a state of concern. Cause it's like, you did ask me which ones do you think I identify with? And I'm just sitting there like, golly, like, do I identify with any of these? Damn. <laughs> and you're still looking like maybe, maybe not. Uh, I could say the only one I can. Um, uh, I'm incredible. No, no, not that one. Uh, you're great. No, nah, not that I just, one. I literally just learned how to listen. Uh, Boy, <laughs> your view of human nature is super positive. <laughs> yeah, all right. You gotta be positive about something. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm generally, I'm generally positive. Would I say human nature? Nah, because I kind of feel like as human, I think human nature in itself can be very morbid and fucked up. I think, I think, you know, at times when people be like, oh, you know, he posting that emo shit again. I'm like, nah, I just really feel like this is, this is human. This is normal. This is natural. Being human is emo. I, I thought I, it and was. people people felt realized that like I don't know anybody that's happy all the time. Me neither. Like people get down for no reason at times. I mean, I know niggas that smoke a hell of a lot of weed and they still ain't happy all the time. So it's like it's like when we talk about people need to is it be healthy for everybody to see a psychiatrist uh, once or twice in their life? Definitely. Because people get down for no reason. You get depressed for no reason. Like if some if you tell somebody you know I, I'm just kind of in a mood today. I'm I'm really not feeling it. And then they go to well why why are you not? I, I, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it today. And people try to get to the root of it, but sometimes you just get down. It happens. Life is up and down, and sometimes you are down. Hmm. 
Damn, I mean, shit, hell yeah, man. When when you really uh, look at the uh, when you look at the big picture, you know, I was looking at this uh, this this diagram and it was just like a circle that went around. It was like it said crap, and then it said more crap, and then it says <laughs> like <laughs> some good shit happens, and then more crap, and it's just life. Oh, like yeah, when you got that like where everything overlaps into that one little spot. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you make the most, you make the best out of your situations. Um, like we're making the best out of the fact that we fucking grown ass people in Houston had a damn curfew. Had a damn curfew. Provided in the community I stay in, I didn't have a curfew. I had a curfew. It's pretty fucking awesome. When I realized we didn't have a curfew, I was like, shit, let me just get out of the house. But uh, it was pretty crazy to have a curfew at this age. I was like, damn, and niggas was really on Snapchat stressing. Like, like, bruh. <laughs> Boys was on Snapchat. Trying to get home. God. Trying to get home, bro. I gotta get home, bro. We got a curfew. I, I, I remember because I was in Huntsville and I was like, man, look, we gotta get home. It's we got a curfew. I gotta get all the way. It took us two and a half hours to get up here, damn near. Gotta get. I gotta get to the other side of Houston. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah. I gotta move. It's nine thirty. But I actually had spoke with a cop, and then the cop was telling me like, yeah, more for the most part, it's more for pedestrians. They really want businesses to close early because they don't want people wandering the streets, especially people drunk, because it's gonna cause a distraction to. A lot of these disaster relief teams that are trying to pump out the water from the streets. So it just makes it a lot easier if there's less traffic in the street. So it, it made sense. Uh, and for for those, for those of you that didn't know that, because that probably was news that wasn't news to you if you were outside of Houston. Yes, we had a damn curfew for about four or five days, and it wasn't lifted until Labor Day ended. Um, and, and, and so just uh, paint a, a, a big another picture of Harvey. Um, in 2016, although we did have floods in 2016, between January and August, we only had we had 53 inches of water between January and August in 2016. This is a fact. Do you know how much water we had between August 26th to about August 31st? I think they said like nine trillion gallons or something like that. We had 53 inches. Oh. Oh, I thought you were talking about like total. No, no, 9 trillion gallons. Yeah, it was ridiculous like that, but we had 53 inches in four days yeah. compared to eight months. That's that just, that just gives you the general picture of what Houston went through. And it was crazy because motherfuckers was getting hit that they never got hit before. Never got hit before. Man, like, we are surrounded by a lot of rivers. We got a lot of creeks out here. We got Spring Creek. We got San Jacinto. We got, we got uh, Buffalo. And we're overpopulated, bro. And that's why people say, "Oh well, why didn't why didn't y'all just evacuate? Why didn't everybody evacuate?" It's like six million people Rewind here. Back. Rewind them back to Ike. What happened when we evacuated Ike? Bro, it's six million people here. You put all those people on the highway when yeah. that storm hits. Yeah. Now you out there stranded. There's people ain't got no gas, and you just stranded on the highway. I'll never forget. It was a, it was a senior citizen bus with I think about twenty people on it when they were evacuating for Ike. About twenty of them, the bus caught on fire and twenty of them died in traffic because they couldn't move. That's what happens when you try to evacuate a city. With three million plus people, and 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 in all honesty, we had less people during like, I think in the in the last three or four years, we got a surplus of about one point five million in like the last three or four years, and and Ike was what two thousand eight, we couldn't yep. evacuate then, we sure can't evacuate now. Don't get me wrong, people did evacuate, of course, but um, I did find something funny that uh that Delta Blue was that called Delta Blue or Jet Blue. They evacuated uh, Miami for ninety nine dollars or some shit. Yeah, they capped it off at ninety nine. Like they didn't they're not charging. That. They didn't they're not charging any more than ninety nine dollars for a direct flight oh, out. They didn't get that offer. Well, shit, that's because 
sense. It was underestimated, I guess. Oh. This one, what you think this, what you think Irma gonna do? Oh, Irma's gonna fuck some shit up. Irma already killed 10 Puerto Ricans. Bro, what was that, um, what was that island, Barbu- Barbuda or something like that, where 90% of it is gone? For real? She, I know St. Martin's is fucked up, right? Gone. Wow. That's scary, though. It's, it's finna, it's finna run train on Florida. That geoengineering. <laughs> Government making these motherfucking hurricanes. I, I seen where Trump was making hurricanes. He yeah. got a, he got a hurricane machine. I don't oh, know yeah. if it was the drink or it was the um, natural disaster, but he got a machine. <laughs> I seen it. It was it was on it was on Snapchat. I seen him. Niggas out here making hurricanes, <laughs> but boys out here tripping, man. Niggas out here creating eclipses, creating hurricanes. Bro, it's gonna run a train on America. But the thing about it is. It's in your Bible if you haven't tore it out. You got it. It's in there. It's in there. It's in there, man. You might have you might have to scoop, skip around and try to link some things up. That yeah. don't. You might have to say, okay, this happened in August, so that's the eighth, the eighth month, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So um, then it happened on the twenty fifth day. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's got to be twenty fifth mm-hmm. verse. That's got to be eight chapter twenty fifth verse. Mm-hmm. So all I gotta do is go through every eighth chapter twenty fifth verse, and I'm gonna find it. It's clues. It's go. You go find something. It's clues. You go find something. I might. I might have to twist it a little bit. Just a little bit. I, I might have to have to drop a little. In there just to make it fit. Just some bullshit in there to make you know, it drop fit. Drop that bullshit. That's how that bullshit sound. You drop it in there and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people are ridiculous, dog. But uh, yeah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't feed into that um, geoengineering bullshit. I know it's a movie coming out, but miss me with that nonsense. Um, what I, am I saying? It's impossible. No, I'm just saying. Come on, man. When you provide me with nonsense like that, you got to give me a reason. And the only reason somebody can tell me is that. Yeah, maybe overpopulation, but God, dog, that's an extreme way to 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 um to decrease the population. Although HIV was too, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, now you get into a conspiracy theory. I love them, man. I love conspiracy you, you, theories, you man. You I love them, man. What you got? Uh, you pulled up some, man. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm getting my words of advice. Oh, you get the words of advice I, I, ready. I've noticed after doing this for a year plus now, I can tell when you're winding down. Oh, okay. So I know when I need to get ready for my transition to the next thing. You know. Before we conclude, I just like to say, you know, um, as a as a um child of an immigrant, I know where people are coming from with their outrage towards uh the the DACA. Um, I just like to say that once again, like always, a lot of the anger is misguided and um. When you're misinformed, it's easy for that to happen. Um, one thing that kept I kept thinking in my head today was um, bad thinking usually leads to violence. So a lot of times when people are misinformed and they don't have their facts straight, it's easy for them to get mad because that's just it is what it is. Um, but all in all, for people that don't know this, and I'm not even going to take sides on this, I'm just going to say do your research. Understand that when you really look at the big scope of things, DACA was always meant to be temporary. Always keep that in mind. DACA was always meant to be temporary, and it never was a, um, how do I say, it never was a, a, a surefire way to citizenship. Mm-hmm. And like I said, as a, as, a, as a child of an immigrant that came from Nigeria, my mom, when she came out here, she pretty much knew that the pathway to citizenship was set. She just had a few things to do. But just in a to an extent, understand that the Mexican people out here are low key being exploited for their for not only are they still are they paying taxes and they're acting as citizens, but they'll never be citizens under the DACA under the DACA uh, the way DACA is structured. And that's just which crazy. is which is crazy to me. I'm gonna do everything a citizen does, but you're not gonna you're not gonna me. get citizenship. And 
I, I side with Eminem when I say fuck Trump. But uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm going to hope that Trump, either, even though he's going to lose anyway, nobody's going to care. I just hope that when Trump Trump and them go back, you know, behind door, behind closed doors and restructure it, I hope that it does lead to a, a pathway to actual citizenship, and it's just not just not temporary like it is. But uh, I just wanted to touch on that. That's not my worst advice, but um, yeah, for those of you that aren't familiar with politics and y'all are just outraged by everything that Trump does, I hope that y'all are doing y'all research and y'all are not just letting social media dictate what you think. Do your googles. As simple as that, don't, man. And then don't just listen to Charlemagne. Do your Googles. Please don't just listen to Charlemagne. Um, my words of advice. This is actually I, I seen this on J Mark post this on Instagram. You know, shout out to J Mark. He ain't gonna listen to this shit, but I'm still gonna oh, shout him out. Um, he posts this on Instagram. He says, "Make sure you're happy in real life, not just for the internet." Bro, that might have been the dopest shit I've heard all year. It's like, real talk though. Like people putting on this flaws for the for the, for the internet for your social medias. You tagging your significant other and all this other stuff, and even and even I've been seeing this on Facebook lately. They say, "Well, hey, post this, and if your significant other doesn't like this in 15 minutes, you know they owe you a, a dinner date or something like that." Man, don't be putting on for the internet. Don't it, the internet Fool does ass. not matter. It don't. In time, in time, Facebook will become MySpace. In time, Instagram will become Flixer. All this shit will fade. So if you're really into these relationships that you're building with people, and not just on a romantic level, on these friendships that you're out here building, you know, make sure that this is real and make sure that that's what's making you happy. <laughs> not, oh, well, you know, I know King Kiron, so I can take a picture with him on the gram and the internet going to think I'm just living a life. You know, be genuinely happy. Because yeah. at the end of the day, happiness is trumping the money. Happiness is trumping the fame. Straight up. Happiness is trumping the attention that you're getting. Straight up. Just be happy. Just, I mean, I mean, it was. I, I like the fact that he had posted that, and uh, you know, with me, you know, having my asshole ways, I kind of felt like he definitely was looking at the page, and you know, he 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 saw some of the shit that we posted. I'm just assuming because I mean, happiness has been a trend that I've been talking about a lot. Um, but once again, that that was a dope ass post, and um, I just remember, I just remember posting about how you know, generally, you know, people don't people don't really even ask you if you're happy anymore. They always ask you, you know, are you are you married yet? You know, well, how much you get paid? What's your job like? But they ain't just asking you, you know, generally, are you happy? And I just kind of feel like it's good. It's good that that's becoming a common theme, and I hope people really start to question themselves and really figure out. I mean, are you really happy? Because um, I, I really feel like that's a, that's a, that should be a common goal for everybody. Because happy people are gonna spread are gonna spread happiness and actual good vibes, and you ain't gonna have people running around, you know, punching Nazis in the face and. Ooh. And burning down buildings and shit. And I'm just saying, bro. But um, the other day I posted something um, that actually relates to that. Because uh, at that time I was actually going through some things. And uh, I felt like... Uh, you actually touched a lot of people with that. I see. <laughs> I said um, a common tragedy in an attractive being with no substance. And at the time I just, you know, I just kind of felt like, you know... And it, from my perspective, I look at it as somebody like, you know... It's cool, you know, looking at you and all, but, you know, when I'm actually, you know, actually trying to get a connection, it's it's nothing there, and, you know, things led to another shit was kind of forced, blah, 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 but I just really hope that, even though I wrote that in 2014, I really hope that as uh, we go on as a society that people start to realize that just looking good is it's just not enough anymore if people haven't realized that already, and, um, 
And if if you're dealing with anybody and the only reason you're dealing with them is because, oh, they look good, so you're putting up with their bullshit, check your fucking self. Bro, I think I think I think that's a self-identifiable thing too. Because if you say, you know, what am I bringing to this relationship, and you can't think of anything, and you have to turn in turn ask the person, hey, what value do I bring to you? What value do I bring to the relationship? Mm-hmm. Some problems, man. Some problems there. Some problems there, man. But yeah, man, uh, a common tragedy, and it's it's still it's still a case. Sadly enough, probably gonna, it's probably gonna get worse before it gets better. But uh, for all you beautiful ladies out there, man. Look up, look up what communism is and socialism. <laughs> Bring some substance to the conversation. Let's let's talk about talk about the Dow Jones. Let's, yeah, man. Let's talk about let's talk about this movie. It that's finna come out. Well, it just came out today. That's finna take over take over the world for a couple of days. Think so? Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's it's too easy, dog. Like you could just copy and paste that. It's been twenty seven years. That's how you do a remake. You give it time. You can't give do a remake ten years later. No, like no. you're doing these Marvel. You got movies. you got you got you got to give it to a brand new generation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I and I really feel like uh, I'm getting real tired of seeing that post. Uh, the lady's been dating clowns all this time and blah blah. But y'all scared of it? Shut that bullshit up. Shut the fuck up. And you're kind of like, bitch, you single too? Yeah, <laughs> really? What you been dating? Uh, you know. But no, I mean, I know I switched the subject real fast. But yeah, I just really feel like connect with somebody on on a level outside of social media. Let's talk about movies. Let's talk about entertainment. Let's talk about let's talk about other shit. Let's, let's talk, talk about politics. Let's talk about shit that's really gonna matter in the, in the next couple of years. Cause a lot of this other shit may not matter. Yeah. That's my opinion. This is, and this is where we hit you with the with that being said. You know, um, I think it is. The, we we the hurricane Harvey survivors. We really and, are. And just before we get out of here, Jay Z did say that one time that people was poor before the hurricane came. When the downpour poured, it's like when Mary J sang. You, oh, you didn't like Kingdom Come, huh? Okay. And that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, I mentally checked out, folks. Don't even pay this guy no mind. And that's cool, because I'm done. This has been No Boundaries Podcast, where we believe in peace, we believe in self-love, and we believe in individuality. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization... People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?